Welcome to episode 33 of Theatre Audience Podcast. I'm Natalie and I'll be bringing you the news, reviews, interviews and recommendations of the latest must-see theatre. We'll be discussing what's on, what's been and gone, the next hot ticks and friendly advice on where to get hold of those best tickets. On Sunday the 25th of October, it was a massive night for British theatre. Streaming online and on TV, there were the Black British Theatre Awards, the BBTs, and these were in partnership with Sky Arts and hosted by Eddie Nestor. On the same evening, we also had the Olivier Awards held at the Palladium by ITV, and this was hosted by Jason Manford. I noticed that there were so many nominees and award winners, and I've interviewed quite a few of these in the last year on this podcast. So nominated for Best Supporting Female Actor in a Play was Rosalind Eliza for her role in Uncle Vanya, which I saw at the Harold Pinter Theatre. We chatted after the show back in episode 15. I also noted that Aaron Blair Mangat was up for Best Supporting Male Actor in a Musical for And Juliet, which I saw at the Shaftesbury Theatre. We chatted back in episode 7, and this was in the Quick Change dressing room in the wings, so do have a listen to our conversation. Note that this is a very talented family because I have also spoken to his brother, Nari Blair Mangat, and he was nominated for Best Supporting Male Actor in a Play. And he was in Serrano de Bergerac, which I saw at the Playhouse Theatre. We chatted for ages backstage on episode 18, and this was a phenomenal Jamie Lloyd Company production. And I loved taking my A-level students to see this under one of their many getting young people into theatre schemes. Nari was not only nominated, but he also won his category. And at the Olivier Awards, Lauren Ward was up for Best Supporting Actress in a Musical at Dear Evan Hansen for her role as Cynthia. We had a wonderful chat about her role and motherhood in the Blue Room backstage, also in episode 15. And I was overjoyed to see that Matthew Bourne and Stephen Meir picked up their award for choreography on Mary Poppins. And at the Olivier's, there were nine nominations for And Juliet. And uh, the productions that won the most awards uh, at last week's Olivier's were Dear Evan Hansen, and Juliet and Amelia, who all had three awards each. And now on to the main reviews and interviews. The last five years at the Southwark Playhouse and Assassin 2 at the White Bear Theatre. The last five years at the Southwark Playhouse. So they have two venues at the Southwark Playhouse and this is running in the venue that they call The Large. And it's been playing to packed out houses or at least as packed out as they can be in these times. It's running until November the 14th and it came highly recommended to me by my friend Gracie. It's an iconic musical and it follows the actress Kathy and the writer Jamie through the entirety of their relationship. But we see Kathy's narrative start at the end of their relationship and Jamie's moving forwards. It's an emotional roller coaster. 
And What's On Stage had filmed three numbers from the show, which they're showing, and uh, and you can see these online. It got four-star reviews across the board. Time Out said it was a terrific production. This magnificently bittersweet musical meets London's most strong safety measures. Um, now, this show ran for 90 minutes without an interval. Many productions on at the moment, uh, for COVID reasons, are running without the interval because um, there's less interaction possibilities for the audience um, so there's no interval response for you I'm afraid I booked the tickets uh, for myself and my friend uh, and then we went into these tier two restrictions uh, and these kicked in at the Southwark Playhouse as well and they're using these perspex screens between groups and households uh, and my friend and I obviously come from different households and we were individually screened and on my Instagram you can see photographs um, of how these screens actually work. So you're in masks and we actually had perspex screens either side of us. Um, I did feel a little bit claustrophobic but uh, the show was so good uh, that I really settled into it uh, and became more comfy as time went on and actually you kind of think well the benefit is this is hashtag viable, this is hashtag save the arts, I'm actually at live theatre and uh, by putting these individual screens between people although it feels a little bit excessive it does mean that they can get their kind of full maximum capacity. The Last Five Years is directed by Jonathan O'Boyle and has two incredibly talented cast members. Ollie Higginson and Molly Lynch are triple threats. They are actor, singer, musicians. They sing, act and play the grand piano that revolves on the stage at the Southwark Playhouse. Molly made her professional debut in the West End in the ENO's production of Sweeney Todd, which was starring Emma Thompson. She has played Betty in Sunset Boulevard on the UK tour, and she's also appeared in The Light in the Piazza, and she's even written her own one-woman show. Now, due to the COVID restrictions, I couldn't do a backstage interview as I would normally do with cast members. So I sent Molly a few questions on the show, the production, and what it's like performing under these COVID restrictions and, and what rehearsals are like, and any advice that she has for young people who are hoping to enter this very viable profession. And uh, here are her responses. So, um, I first got involved with the project and um, an audition came through, through my agent and I just thought, no, that's mental. I could never do that. <laughs> I can never sing and play that part, that there's no way. Um, but my agent said, go, you know, go, go give it a try. And I just thought I really wanted to meet Jonathan and George who were, um, who were doing it um so I said look at least I'll get to sing for them because I really wanted to work with Jonathan for a long time um and uh yeah so I went along <laughs> I sang okay but I did terrible piano playing but they recalled me and then um I yeah I, I got the job to my massive surprise um and yeah a really really unexpected really unexpected And um, so a plot summary about the uh, about the show, it's basically about a relationship um, that uh, spanning over five years. 
and you could just hear the story of the relationship but um, simultaneously from two different ends of the story so Kathy my character starts from the, the moment they break up and um, Jamie starts from the moment they get together so they we work I work backwards and he works forwards um, which makes it a really really interesting piece really really fun to do um, I really like my character I think I've got a lot, a lot in common with her she's a struggling actress um, uh, she's very um, loving and uh, kind of she she really throws herself into the relationship completely and she's very determined um, funny insecure she's just quite I think she's quite a, a three-dimensional character um, she's quite flawed as well. You can understand why the relationship breaks up and what we you know, see her, the reasons, you know, she may not have been the best partner either, but um, I won't give anyway, any, any spoilers, but yeah, so it's, she's, I love playing her. She's funny and, and nuanced and different and um, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoy playing her. Next question is, sorry, I'm flipping back over to the questions. How does it feel? Oh yeah, oh it feels amazing to be in a show at the moment. I mean, it feels almost like surreal um, because there's so much, you know, so much horrible stuff happening in the world, and so much, so many people suffering because of this, and people, you know, having to get new jobs, change careers, people not working, people sick. Um, so I really feel like every day we get to do this is a blessing, and. Um, we're just extremely lucky and I try and take that with me every day I kind of it's the, you know I approach every day like it could be it could be our last day doing the show because you just don't know what's around the corner with regulations and everything so every time we get to do it is a is a gift and um, it feels we I just feel super lucky um, how our rehearsal process is different um, so uh, we had, um, Ollie and I are in a bubble and we get tested, so we're allowed to be within two metres of each other, but everyone else had to stay two metres away, um, and mostly, most of the time wore masks, so that was different, um, because, you know, you have just such an instinct when you go back into your rehearsal room to give someone a hug or to, um, you know, us showbiz people get very tactile and very, just, you know, up into the space is just naturally what we do um, so that was weird but uh, yeah and we had our amazing understudies Josh and Lydia um, were in the rehearsal room all the time um, watching and then they had their own rehearsals as well uh, so it was great to have them and they did a brilliant show themselves this week um, and yeah so it was great to have that security because obviously with something like this going on you need to know you've got really really good um standbys or understudies and we were really lucky to have them and um yeah it was but it was it, again it was like every day was like okay we're getting to do this let's just enjoy it I mean I think we the end of week one they were announced that by the tier system and we were thinking we were saying to each other you know if, if this is all we get one week in a rehearsal room then we're still pretty lucky so um it was it was, you know, it is just amazing to be here at all. So the rehearsal process was, you know, just fun and, and just a, you know, a break from reality, really. And next question. Advice to younger actors. Um, I, I think it, it all depends who I'm talking to sometimes because I always feel like if I was talking to my younger self, 
I would say um, pace yourself because uh, for failure and success, there's actually not that big a difference between the two of them. You think there is, but uh, they're quite close. <laughs> they're not that different. And um, your mind and your body deal with them very in a very similar way. And uh, yeah, just because you get something straight away and just dream come true then doesn't necessarily mean life's issues are solved um but also just work hard love it always go back to loving it that's the main thing i think just um remember why you're doing it because you're a nerd and you love it and the last one when can people see the show running until so we're running here until the 14th of november and then we um are streaming on do you know what dates we're streaming on ollie I can't remember. I think 26th, 29th of November. 26th, the 29th of November um, on stream.theatre. Uh, so then you can see it. And um, I think the show will have another life. I think, um, hopefully, I hope so. I think, uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think, again, it's one of those things that we're, we're just so grateful that we got to do it in this time, in this moment that... Um, you know, even if we get to do it again tomorrow, it's good. So, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I hope I got all those questions answered. I think I did. Hold on, let me just check. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Oh, Ollie's here as well. Ollie, you want to say hi? This is for a podcast. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, you just came up. Um, but yeah. Hello, podcast. Hello, podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Natalie. And um, if there's anything I can do, let me know. Scene two at the White Bear Theatre. So this marks the reopening and their first production at the White Bear Theatre in Kennington since the lockdown. This is new writing by my friend Ivanhoe Nerona and this is contemporary drama and it reflects on life during the lockdown for certain groups of people. And I love that they set the scene and it began with the Matt Lucas take on Boris Johnson. So we are saying don't go to work, go to work, don't take public transport, go to work, don't go to work. Stay indoors. If you can work from home, go to work. Don't go to work. Go outside. Don't go outside. And, uh, and then we will or won't uh, something or other. So what with this playing in the auditorium over and over again as we waited for the production, as we sat in our masks, socially distanced, uh, we got a sense of what was to come. Uh, It was a very sort of dark comedy. And I actually found out that this production is a sort of teaser and a taster of the great things to come, that they're actually trying out ideas and that this piece of theatre, which was on for a short period of time, uh, was actually a pilot for their potential TV series. So watch this space. I had a lovely evening last Saturday at the White Bear Theatre, chatting to Ivanhoe and Ross and their producer after the show. Obviously, we were socially distanced. Uh, There's lots of pub noise in the background, uh, but here's our conversation. Yeah. 
So I'm at the White Bear Theatre with Ivanhoe and Ross, who are the stars of the show, Ross Assassin star. 2. Ivanhoe's a star. No, you're the star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, Ivanhoe, you wrote this during the lockdown. Tell I, me about it. I most certainly did write it during the lockdown. Uh, initially, myself and Ross were going to put a play on in April, a completely different play. Uh, then we went into lockdown and I rung up my brother, really, really frustrated, and my brother said, uh, can you imagine if you had to go out and kill somebody? Why my brother would say that, I do not know. I do not know why my brother said, imagine if we had to kill someone. What would we have to go through? And then I said, imagine if it was two assassins having to kill each other and they were in lockdown and we had a bit of a giggle. I then rung up my best friend and said, I've got this great idea about two assassins killing each other in the middle of lockdown. And we sat down and we Zoomed workshopped it. We Zoomed workshopped it. And I wrote then all the information. And there it was. And then I, we, we, we together made a Zoom film and then decided that we were going to put it on stage. There we go. That's pretty, pretty accurate. That's about it, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And and I mean, this is the first production that the White Bear have put on since the lockdown. So yeah, I think so. Just yeah. literally Let's go opened with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, how does it feel being back on stage after you know such a long time? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to see the show. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be back on stage because, you know, it's... And this is the oddity. I've been saying for years, do you know what? Theatre is dead. Uh, Theatre has no place anymore. Uh, Netflix is here. Amazon is here. Theatre is dead. And suddenly, you know, just saying to people, friends, you, I'm doing a performance and we're going to put it on stage. People say... I just want to come and see something live. I just want to see a live performance. And you suddenly forget. Oh, it's an art form that people enjoy. So, you know, and as I said before, we just can't let theatre die. So keep it alive. Yeah, it's completely viable. I mean, as we see this week, I mean, ticket-wise, it was a bit slow at the beginning, but we really picked up and sold out the last two shows. Ooh. Um, I think another thing that we discovered is that everybody's now in the same boat. I mean, there's actors that have worked for years, year on day in, day out, you know, and get working, get working. They're out of work. So everybody's back down to ground zero. So if you can make the work happen, take the opportunity, then you can get back in the game and get back in the game good and quickly. Yeah. And you've got a product to take somewhere else when everything else hopefully opens up in 2045. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's great that you're... And I've, no, and I've got to say this, and I've got to say, because he keeps on breaking my balls on this, yeah? Mm. It took me two months to write 45 minutes, and they want another 20 minutes out of me, and we need another 20 minutes, and I keep on saying, it's going to take me six weeks. He got, got upset. <laughs> he got upset. He was like, hey, you have to think six weeks of... Just your immediate <laughs> writing skills, really. Oh, so what are these extra 20 minutes for? What's the next... So the next 20 minutes is in the play, there is a discussion about twins being born. They're not twins, they're individual children, but it's the circumstances behind them. It's an extra 20 minutes. But there's another 11 episodes. Oh, this wow. Is, this is meant to be a TV programme. Oh, so it's like how it started. It's, yeah, there's 12, there's the 12. There are 12 assassins. This is 
Assassin 2. Uh-huh. There's one, two, three. There, there, Got it. There's, oh, there's, there's one in Italian, there's one in French, and there's one in German, and one in Russian as well. So diversity. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is a little preview. This is just a preview of... Keeping the theatre alive this is, for your TV show. Absolutely. I mean, and that's where we met, Ivanhoe. We met on TV. <laughs> How embarrassing. That's oh, 22. darling, like we met on TV. How many years ago? 22 years. Jeez. I was only 10. <laughs> Me too, obviously. Five, you were five. <laughs> but also at university, because I'm that close. You were a very bright, you were a very, very bright student. Very, very oh. bright. So, um, so watch this space. Watch this space. And I'm going to say it one more time. Please keep theatre alive. And are you going to do any more of the sort of episode preview practice trials here? Or yeah, it's going to be here. No, it's going to be here. It's a great venue. Yeah. I love it. And Michael, uh, Michael Kingsbury, the nice. artistic director, is fantastic. He has been so accommodating. And I, I did a show two years ago here called Gift of the Gab. And he just came straight over to me and said, look, you know, if you've got some ideas, I want to work with you. He's been true to his word. Through lockdown. Through lockdown, he kept on getting in contact with me and saying, if you've got something, I will open with you. And And I think another thing we need to point out is that it was so touch and go about all the different tears (laughs) and the amber lights. Oh, I know. Because literally, tear two started when your run started. Five days, six days rehearsal before we even got... That's all we had. So... Think, and it's difficult as yeah. well, you know, as an audience member, you buy a ticket with a friend and yeah. then you're like, I don't know whether I can come with my friend or not. I mean, I went with my friend on like, Wednesday yeah. to the Southwark Playhouse. We yeah. ended up individually screened, squashed between these clips. Yeah. It's wonderful, though, because yeah. they managed to so, be so, completely sold out. So I, this, so I this have a situation with bizarre. the producer, Tracy, who's right beside me, who has been fantastic. Hello, Tracy. Tracy has been <laughs> fantastic. Without Tracy, this would not go on where we sat for about an hour. If we were gonna do the posters, aren't we gonna do the posters? What's Boris gonna do? Isn't he gonna do it? Will he put us in? And in the end I just went, and as you know, as, as Ross can tell you, I just went, we're doing this. Even if it means us having to break it and just do the show, we are doing a show. And just to see our friends coming, and not, uh, my friend went to the White Horse in Streatham tonight by mistake. Oh no. Yeah, but that's my friend Kira. Yeah, she's lovely. But I'm giving her a mention on this podcast so that she can listen to it. Kira, we love you. And be shamed. Oh, oh well, thanks a lot, guys. Look, thank, thank you. you. And so good much luck for coming. with sort of program. Yeah. You know, keep me posted with. Uh, and you know, we will. Well, we're, with it we're friends on Facebook. This yeah, this definitely. March, we've definitely got one going because okay. it's gonna take me at least six weeks to write the th- the extra twenty minutes. Yeah, that's how. It, or you write the extra 20 minutes. I've done it. Just just <laughs> the time you talked about just doing that. You've done it that. while we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a savant. Oh. Please keep in contact. Will do. Absolute Take care. Thank, Thank you. And uh, and good luck with uh, the rest of the Thank project. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you. And now for my finale and curtain call. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Theatre Audience Podcast. I've been Natalie, and thanks to Ivanhoe Nerona, Ross Shepard and Molly Lynch for their contributions to this episode. Despite Tier 2 measures in London, it has been wonderful to see theatre slowly coming back to life, and I'm looking forward to seeing Six in November. Thank you for listening, and stay safe. Please tune in next time and recommend us to all your friends and family. Follow us on Spotify, Facebook and Instagram at Theatre Audience Podcast and on Twitter at Theatre Audie Pod. And do send us any recommendations of things you think we should see and review. If you've enjoyed the show, then please subscribe and rate us on iTunes and leave us a little review. Until next time, goodbye and thank you for listening.